Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, you health renaissance people. Okay, today we're talking about the pharmaceutical control of your lives. Now, you might think, well, God, haven't we always had drugs? Um, and, and isn't drugs the best thing in the world? And, and my medical doctor in the medical world. So we're going to explore how your lives have been controlled um, by certain in industries. Okay, and this is huge. Because you've got to figure, do we have the healthiest population on the planet or the sickest? Now, we're going to talk about if, if maybe more drugs is the answer, that the more drugs we take, the healthier we get. Or do we, do we need more investment in, in the research of this mystical art of finding drugs? Okay, now, all of this, um, the censored and non-censorable information, will be put on the Dr. B VIP site. And thank you so much for all those that are supporting us. But it's literally Dr. B VIP, and your your help is appreciated. And please share this information, because with the censorship now, it is um, rare to find a freedom of information. Now we've got Extreme Health Academy as well, and this is just a brilliant uh, group to get together uh, to um, I mean literally change the world. So go to Extreme Health Academy and join and support us there. So let's look at America, okay? I mean, if you look at the Journal of the American Medical Association, and this is way back in 1998, they said that 106,000 deaths occur for the right drug at the right time in the right dosage. Now, um, of course, recently, now it's 128,000 Americans, and that's, that's still a few years old. And they're taking result as a medication, now, nearly five times the number of people killed by overdosing um, or on prescription pain relievers or heroin. Uh, so the right drug at the right time uh, in the taking it as prescribed um, kills more people than the, the overdoses. So and, and you're looking at 2,500 people a week die from drugs that were properly prescribed. So, so why is that? Well, let's look at the health of the world because I'm, I'm, we're going to come in because if doctors had a responsibility for your health, um, then they're screwing up. And if we look at 36 million people each year die from cardiovascular disease, cancer, respiratory diseases, and diabetes. Now, this is 80% of the people of uh, these deaths occur in low and middle income countries. So why is our species having more cancer, respiratory diseases, diabetes? Is it that we're not taking care of the people's health? I mean, if we had an animal species that that had cardiovascular disease, cancer, respiratory diseases, would be, we be rushing at them with medications? Now, uh, in America, which is one of the poorest examples, in fact, we have the lowest, the last levels of health of almost in any industrialized country. One in two will have cancer. One in four um, people that die will have heart disease, depression, dementia. And this is brought to you by the, the people that are given the advice, the CDC, the FDA, the National Institute of Health, the American Medical Association. Um, so, so let's look at this. Now, this was an article I put up. Um, about three, four years ago. A title of time, head, head article in time, 
quote, 24-year-old man dies suddenly from taking painkiller with anxiety medication. And I had to t- toss in the, uh, um, the, the quote from Joseph Stalin. Death of one man is a tragedy. Death of a million is a statistic. And so we're looking at one man. I just want to take, take this apart. Now, this was from December 2017. The article is a 24-year-old man died suddenly from taking painkiller with anxiety medications. Now, what happened? Um, uh, this, this man, Bradley, 24-year-old, couldn't sleep, um, had a frequent complaint, found him dead the next day. Um, and he didn't overdose. He was just taking two drugs that mixed together would let him die. Now, now this is a kid that struggled with abuse and had been taking methadone for a week to treat a pain from a knee injury. And he was also prescribed an antipsychotic or Seroquel. Now, those two, the methadone and Seroquel, caused a reaction that killed him. Now, a review commission found the family uh, found that uh, the doses he was prescribed were within a reasonable range. There was no um, signs of intentional overdose. Now think of this. So mixing two different chemicals, that means you got a symptom and you're taking a chemical to change your, your symptom. No one's looking at the source of it. No one's looking at the, at the cause of it. Now polypharmacy, this is killing a lot of people. The average person, 65 years old, takes seven different drugs in a day. Now, if these two killed a kid, um, and, and again, Institute of Medicine says medication-related problems kill more than 100,000 people each year. Hell, we're looking at the right drug at the right time and the right dosage kills more than 128,000 a year. And studies have found 30%, a third of all hospital admissions, are licked to toxic drug effects. Um, and we got the Journal of Law and Medical Ethics. Now, this is about 10 years ago. Um, they, an abstract, over the past 35 years, patients have suffered from largely hidden epidemic of side effects from drugs that usually have few offsetting benefits. The pharmaceutical industry has corrupted the practice of medicine through its influence over what drugs are developed and how they are tested and how medical knowledge is created. Um, absolutely. Now, we know AstraZeneca is a convicted felon, so is uh, Pfizer. Now, AstraZeneca has paid more than a billion dollars in settlements over side effects and marketing of Seroquel. Uh, now, you might think that's one drug, but again, it's just the cost of doing business. So how do we get in this? Because you've seen these headlines and heard of these headlines for years. Okay, how the pharmaceutical industry lit, literally took over America and is taking over the world. Because we are in a pharmaceutical, um, let's just say tyranny, because this is literally causing our world to change. It is a medical tyranny. So a couple of books I want you to read, if you got the time. I'm going to give you some synopsis of them. Um, one of them is the Rockefeller Carnegie Big Pharma Scam. This is by Reverend Dennis Shipman. Uh, another book by Chris uh, Canton, How Rockefeller Founded Modern Medicine and Killed Natural Cures. And the other one is from Global Possibilities, The Rise of the Rockefeller Pharmaceutical Industry. 
Um, now, think of this. Okay, in early 1900s, and we're going to go over how, um, how, how did this actually happen? How did people get, get so crazy? Well, the Rockefeller scientists, and now we figure Rockefeller owned 90% of America's oil industry. Um, his scientists discovered petrochemicals. Now, this was brilliant because you can make a lot of things from oil, like plastics from oil. But also, petrochemicals can be turned into pharmaceutical products. And if you found a natural substance and tweaked it just a little bit, you could turn it into a patentable product. Now, this is the birth of patent medications. Now, this was also an opportunity to monopolize oil, chemical, and pharmaceutical industries. Now, together with Andrew Carnegie, they would change literally medical education for forever. Now, what they did is, so they, the scientists, Rockefeller scientists, discovered petrochemicals. They needed to market it, though. Um, and Carnegie was big in ed education, and they joined forces. So they funded the American Medical Association, and they, they hired a, pay, a person named Abraham Flexner. Now, Flexner did the Flexner Report. Now, he concluded that all medical schools should adhere to the protocols of mainstream science in their teachings and research or to use patentable medications. Uh, literally, he went in to find out how you could sell these patentable pharmaceutical products. So they, they changed, literally changed, the medical education. Now, Rockefeller hired a propagandist. You could call him an advertising exec. But the propagandist's name was Frederick Taylor Gates. Don't know if he's related to Bill, but, you know, there, there are some rumors. To literally change the medical education. Now, the Gates and Flexner acted as agents of the Carnegie, offered millions of dollars to the medical schools to teach their curriculum. What was their curriculum? It was literally symptom drug, symptom patent drug, symptom patent drug. Now, these guys supplied the colleges with buildings, state-of-the-art equipment, laboratories, hired professors to teach this Rockefeller curriculum. Now, most colleges enthusiastically took the money, hell yeah, and they were labeled as qualified. Now, if a college still wanted to teach natural methods or causative agents, not just you know, symptom treatable, they were labeled as unqualified. Now, natural herbal remedies were popular um, at the time with the public, and Rockefeller believed that these healing methods had to be eliminated to produce or, or to sell his pharmaceutical products. So he created a problem-reaction-solution to create fear in the public uh, to offer the solution as the patentable medications. Now, the cause of symptoms was not part of the solution, only control of the symptoms, and that was huge. Now, <laughs> when you look at our, our medical schools now, okay, no natural remedies. The elimination of the cause of disease is not taught in uh, qualified medical schools. And, and so, so what, do we, what do we have? We have 5% of the world's population in America consuming 60% of the prescription drugs. We have more medical doctors and more hospitals than any nation in the world. And we rank consistently last overall 
of health of all industrialized countries. Consistently last. Um, now, so who owns this big pharma now? You know, Rockefeller started it. Uh, but there's a brilliant article out of Children's Health Defense. And uh, big pharma and mainstream media are largely owned by two asset management firms, BlackRock and Vanguard. Now, you're going to hear a whole bunch about BlackRock and Vanguard because BlackRock is buying up a huge number of buildings in cities that had um, the riots. Do you remember the riots back last year? Uh, you know, and they were Joy Floyd riots, which were sanctioned, and then they had anti-COVID riots, which were not sanctioned. Um, so a lot of the neighborhoods that they destroyed are now being bought up by these um, asset management firms. Now, it's interesting. Vanguard and BlackRock are the two top owners of Time Order, Comcast, Disney, News Corp, four of the six media companies that control 90% of the U.S. media landscape are owned by these two asset management firms, 90% of the news media. This is why when you turn on the news, you're going to see uh, repeated over and over and over again the same stories. Why? Because if your income is coming from the pharmaceutical industry, you're going to be not just pro-pharma, you're going to be censoring anything else. Hence, the large censorship that we have now today. Now, BlackRock and Vanguard, they form a secret monopoly, and they own just about everything else you can think of. They have ownership of um, 1,600 American firms in 2015 with a revenues over $9 trillion. Uh, when you add the, the large, third largest global owner, State Street, they combine their ownership encompasses 90% of all Standard & Poor's 500 firms. Vanguard is the largest shareholder of BlackRock. Vanguard itself, it, on the other hand, is unique structure and makes its ownership more difficult to discern. But many of the oldest and richest families in the world can be linked to Vanguard funds. Now, who owns Pfizer? Okay, the top 10 owners of Pfizer, Inc., because it's a publicly traded company, guess what's the number one? Yes, the Vanguard Group. Okay, and then you have BlackRock is the third most popular, owing, um, owning about $10 billion of it. Vanguard Group owns around $16 billion of it. But this goes into all the people that own Pfizer. And yes, they are making out really well in this uh, COVID panic. Now, um, I, I pulled up an article from PubMed, okay, and this is the Journal of Medical uh, Internet um, uh, Res, 2015. Quote, the title of the article is Pharmaceutical Companies and Their Drugs on Social Media, a Content Analysis of Drug Information on Popular Social Media Sites. Now, just just hold on there. Let me Let me think of this. So you've got the drug companies that own most of the media outlets. And so they're going to control the narratives. They're also going to tr control product placement on, on TV shows. So everybody, and I'm talking go back to Gilligan's Island, okay, when um, you had the Thurston Hal III and his suitcase full of drugs. Okay, why? Because the wealthier you are, the more drugs you have. You have a pill for every ill. 
So what this article goes on to state is, quote, many concerns have been raised about pharmaceutical companies marketing their drugs directly to consumers on social media. This form of direct-to-consumer advertising can be interactive because it largely unmonitored. The benefits of pharmaceutical treatment could easily be overemphasized compared to the risks. End of quote. So think of that. The benefits and risks. So there are risks of taking this? Sure enough, there are. In fact, if you look at um, epigenetics or control above your genes, um, cholesterol-lowering drugs, antidepressants, blood pressure drugs, diuretics, um, methotrexate, anti-inflammatories, there's Advil, Motrin, Aleve, all of these over-the-counter um, anesthetics, um, antibiotics, all of these can cause permanent changes in how you express your genes. So what would this do? Heart disease, cancer, nerve and mental disorders. So, so wait a second, does that mean that the entire pharmaceutical industry that we have, where we're taking a pill for every symptom, and, and the medical world is typically not addressing the causative factor of these, and heart disease, cancer, diabetes, okay, and anxiety and mental disorders are the, the non-communicable diseases that kill 36 million people every year. Now, if you look at the entire COVID fiasco, with the inflated numbers and people not dying from COVID, but dying with COVID. So they were run over by a truck. They tested positive. Bam, that's a COVID death. And all of these inflated numbers, add them all up around the world, there's 4 million people that die every year, which is bad. 4 million have died in the last 18 months from COVID, according to the World Health Organization. 36 million, okay, we're looking at, at nine times that many, nine times that many die every year from non-communicable diseases. And what is linked in that is the covering up of symptoms with a pharmaceutical product. And why are you not going to hear about it? Well, because <laughs> the, the media controls it. I mean, literally, that, this is the state of our world. Now, I'm going to bring up a, a patient, a 32-year-old um, uh, uh, guy, a soldier, okay, went through, uh, uh, we're talking uh, Afghanistan, and of course, what do you do for medications? If you're sad, you take an antidepressant. Now, this kid was taking multiple antidepressants and anxiety medications. Now, we already started that you don't know what two drugs do together. Now, anxiety medications, every medication causes the symptom it's designed to treat. And, and go on, call me out on that one. Okay, so what do they give blood pressure drugs for? Each blood pressure drug increases your risk of stroke. What do they give pain relievers for, like Advil, Motrin, and Aleve? Each one of those destroy joint cartilage and increase your risk of heart problems. Um, antidepressants, side effect of suicide and suicidal thoughts. Um, muscle relaxants cause muscle spasms. Sleep medications cause fatigue. So you look at this and it's, it's insane that you're utilizing these chemicals to deal with the symptom which actually makes the problem worse. 
And looking at this one guy, I mean, we're looking at multiple physical traumas because the way to truly address this, the way to actually fix your immune system is to understand that your body is intelligent, that your body literally um, uh, responds correctly to the environment, okay, based on, based on environmental stimuli, literally correctly. So you have an automatic nervous system. One part keeps you alive under stress, and that's the fight or flight. So does that mean that every high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, um, uh, stress response, bowel disorders, constipation, which is slow gastric motility, that these are not diseases. These are actually the body responding correctly based on the stimulus. And in the medical world, with the training for over 100 years, they have been lying to these people, saying that this is the most advanced training ever. You are the most advanced science, and you can't question science, okay? Yes, you can. Science is a discussion. I mean, what we knew 100 years ago is generally not, not real valid today. So it, it, to look and say that science is a religion, because that's what it is, it's a religiosity. It's, this is looking at something with unquestioning loyalty, um, knowing that Pfizer, knowing that the big pharma is a um, convicted felon's Okay, that they have been, um, I mean, literally convicted of lying to the public, cheating the public, and in false advertising and stealing from the public. Have you heard of the opioid crisis? Yeah, it's not a crisis of that, that anyone's gone to jail for. Okay, but millions of people have been affected and thousands and thousands have died from it. Why? Because it's a chemical designed to treat pain that was supposed to be not addictive, but it turned out it is addictive. So each chemical that you put in your body to deal with the symptom, and this is what drives me crazy when I'm talking to my patients. You know, I'll say, what kind of medications are you taking? And they'll say, oh my God, here's a list. And the first advice I give them is if you're taking multiple blood pressure medications, don't take two together. Separate them by at least a half hour to an hour if you can. And in fact, if you could do that with every medication, because nobody knows what two drugs do together, and people are taking handfuls. You know, it's kind of like um, doing a, a, a shot, okay? What are the effects of one vaccine? Well, a myriad of effects. So when we're looking at any medical intervention, there's a thing called a risk-benefit ratio. And so what's the risk of doing this? What's the risk of, the, what's the benefit of doing this medical procedure? So if you're looking at the, the risk of taking, say, an Advil or a Motrin or a Leave, well, it increases heart problems, it decreases uh, proteoglycan production, which is the building block of joint cartilage, um, and it can damage the kidneys and liver. So, so those are the risks. What's the benefit? Uh, temporary joint pain relief. D so does that sound like it balances it out? Okay, what's, what's, the, what's the cause of joint pain? Probably joint dysfunction. 
It could be that the blood isn't healthy, so nutrient deficiencies. It could be altered biomechanics, so there could be a subluxation. It could be a compromised nerve supply to the joint. But would that joint pain, okay, be there because there was some kind of trauma or nutrient deficiency or physical, chemical, or emotional stressors? Absolutely it's possible. So how about you deal with the underlying cause of that, the underlying physical, chemical, and emotional stressors? That makes a hell of a lot of sense instead of covering it up. High blood pressure. So what's broken in a human being that causes high blood pressure? And what I'll, I'll tell my patients, I'll say, okay, did you check the blood pressure of your dog or cat this morning? And they'll look at me like I've lost my mind. I'll say, no, have you checked the blood pressure of your dog or cat? Don't you care about them? Don't you know that high blood pressure is the silent killer? And they'll look at me cross-eyed and say, this doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense to check a human being either. High blood pressure is an adaptation to toxicity or deficiency or stressors, and that's going to be physical, chemical, and emotional stressors. So literally finding out the source of this, finding the source of the physical, chemical, and emotional stressor, then you're able to go after it. So let's say high blood pressure. Let's say the person is nutrient deficient, okay? Bam, give them some omega-3s to thin the blood, a little bit more water to make the blood healthy and more efficient, get them to sleep better, look at the physical stressors, and then you solve the underlying problem. Because obviously, when you understand that we have an automatic nervous system, one part keeps you alive under stress, and that's this fight or flight or sympathetic. So under stress, under sympathetic dominant state, your heart rate goes up, blood pressure goes up, blood sugar goes up, blood supply to the gut shuts down, and immune system function is decreased. So that means that inflammatory bowel disease is there a stress state there? Absolutely. High blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, is there a stress state there? Absolutely. So understanding that your body is responding correctly based on the stimulus, that changes the whole narrative. That changes the whole world. But our world has been under an, a monopoly, a chemical and education monopoly that is literally destroying our population and destroying our world. Because we are going along with this program because the medical doctors have been lied to, their education has been taken over and overrun, um, that, that not only is the medical education, but the public education. What do they call TV, um, the programs on TV? Programming. Okay, so the public is programmed. Um, my generation, how do you spell relief? R-O-L-A-I-D-S, Rolades. Okay, so we're programmed for a symptom drug therapy. And what has that done? That has got us the sickest, most drugged population on the planet. Um, now, we're exporting this. So with this um, pandemic that's going on now, the entire world is panicked. So they're buying antivirals, the antimicrobials. No one's talking about strengthening the immune system. No one's talking about vitamin C, vitamin D. Hell, even in Los Angeles, they closed the beaches. They closed the gyms. They closed um, the outdoor markets, okay, all where people get healthy. They, they said you can't be on the beaches. I mean, as insane as this is, 
this is narcissistic psychosis, but it is all in a plan to have us purchase these pharmaceutical products. And it's been going on for 100 years. Problem is, this programming is so ingrained in those of authority. And there is so much money out there. I mean, AstraZeneca paying a billion dollars for for one medication, and they're still making money on it. You're looking at Pfizer, multiple billions in fines. Uh, of course, this wasn't on the vaccine, the COVID vaccine, because, uh, frankly, that one's um, sanctified by God, and there is no liability on it. So any damage done to it, um, they're not liable. Uh, so it's time we take this back. We time we take our world back. Know that your body responds correctly based on the stimulus. So if you're nutrient deficient, if you're eating fast food, if you're poisoned, um, if you've been vaccinated, cause an inflammatory response, if you're eating toxic food or chemicals, your body's going to respond accordingly. Okay, You're going to be elevating the blood pressure, blood sugar, um, poor sleep patterns, everything. For goodness sake, find the cause. If your doctor is giving you a medication for anxiety, stress, depression, high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, virtually any condition, if they're addressing the symptom without addressing the cause, um, you're going to have more negatives of the medication or the chemical intervention, and you are not going to go after the source of it. You're going to be an addict for life. Okay, look at how your body rebuilds itself. You're a tissue-producing machine. You're a self-regenerating, self-healing, being built in the image and likeness of God. When we take that back, we take our world back. Do not comply. Do not comply. Do not comply with forced medical procedures. And that is, is not just ethical and moral. It is an obligation because you do not want um, your kids going in to force, vaccinate and force medicate. We're going to take our world back, but know that this has been a propaganda campaign for over 100 years. This is Dr. John Bergman. God bless you. I love you. And we're going to take our world back. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.